بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان لله يوم الدين أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اعملوا آل داود شكرا وقليل من عبادي الشكور وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عجبا لأمر المؤمن إن أمره كله له خير وليس لذلك أحد وليس ذلك لأحد إلا للمؤمن إن أصابته سراء شكر فكان خيرا له وإن أصابته ضراء صبر فكان خيرا له صدق الله العظيم وصدق الرسول النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected brothers and sisters in Islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Brothers and sisters Alhamdulillah in this country and in this state and in this time that we are living in we are literally surrounded by many of Allah Ta'ala's blessings. We are literally drowned in Allah Ta'ala's blessings. And gratitude for the blessings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is something which is mandatory, it is fard, it is obligatory, just like performing the salat, the five daily prayers is fard. And fasting in the month of Ramadan is fard. And giving zakat on those people that are financially capable is fard. Going for hajj for those people that are financially and physically capable is fard. Similarly, shukr and being grateful for Allah Ta'ala's blessings is fard. It is obligatory. It is mandatory. There are two types of a'mal, two types of deeds. One are the external deeds, a'mal zahira. Those actions which are related to the limbs, those actions which are related to the external limbs of a human being, such as fasting, such as praying, such as giving zakat externally. But there are certain actions which are related to the internal heart. And these are many a time neglected. But these are just as the external actions are fard and mandatory and necessary for us to fulfill. Just like five times namaz is necessary for us. Similarly, having shukr, gratitude to Allah for His blessings, having sabr, patience for the hardships and difficulties is fard, is necessary. Being pleased with Allah's decree, this is fard, it is necessary. And these are generally neglected and they are forgotten. So today, brothers and sisters, I wanted to speak about something which is very much relevant to us. Because every human being, no matter where you are, on what part of the earth that you live, you are not free from one of two conditions. Every single human being is in one of two conditions. You are either in difficult conditions, Sickness, poverty, hardship, musibat, bala. If you are in that condition, 
then you are required to make sabr in those situations. Or you have the second category, that you are in ni'mat, you are in blessings, you are in bounties, you are in richness, you are in health, you are in afiyat, you are in contentment, you are at ease. Then this is the second condition in the second category. In that condition, we are required to make shukr. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu, Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu anhu, he mentions that there are two conveyances. They are going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whichever one you ride, you will reach your destination towards Allah. One of the two conveyances, there's two vehicles. Like we were to say, you know, going to New York or going to California, there's only two buses or there's only two airlines that are going to take you there. You take one or the other, it's going to get you to your destination. One is Sabr Airlines, one is Shukr Airlines. There's no number three. There's only two. Sabr Airlines, Shukr Airlines. Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu says, he says, I don't care which, which conveyance, which markab I ride upon. Any one of these you ride upon, you'll reach your destination. But if you don't have one of these two, you will never get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will never get to your destination. You either have to have sabr or you have to have shukr. You look in, within your life, you look at your condition, you look at your situation, and then you will gauge to yourself what is required of me. If Allah Ta'ala has put you in sickness, if Allah Ta'ala has put you in musibat, if Allah Ta'ala has put you in a calamity, if Allah Ta'ala has put you in poverty, then it is required of you at that moment in time, it is required, it is fard, it is not a choice. It is required of you to make sabr in that condition. And through sabr you will reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if Allah Ta'ala has given you richness, Allah has given you health, Allah has given you blessings, Allah has given you ni'mat, in that situation you are required to make shukr. And it is through shukr that you will reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the two. And it is a beautiful hadith in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentions both of these things. He says, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ لَهُ خَيْرٍ the Prophet ﷺ mentions, How beautiful, how amazing is the situation of a believer. Every situation for him is khair. Every situation for him is benefit. Everything that Allah puts him through, it is nothing but, it's nothing but a means of reaching him. Meaning whatever Allah Ta'ala puts you in, whatever a believer goes through, if a believer is going through richness and afiyat and good conditions, and he makes shukr, this is khair for him. In If he goes through good conditions, the believer is always making shukr. That shukr becomes a means of the ma'rifat of Allah. That shukr, that gratitude becomes a means of him attaining the pleasure of Allah. Subhanallah. And this is khair for him. The believer does not become unmindful. The believer does not become heedless. The believer does not become neglectful. The believer does not become forgetful. No, he becomes grateful. 
he becomes grateful. It is a, it's a long ayat. Allah Ta'ala talks about, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا دَاوُودَ مِنَّا فَضْلًا And indeed we gave Dawood great virtue. And then Allah Ta'ala counts all of the blessings. Allah gave him mulk. Allah gave him ma'nawi, zahiri, and batini blessings. External and internal blessings. When he would make dhikr, the mountains and the trees and the birds and the animals would make dhikr with him. This is mentioned in Surah Saba. And Allah Ta'ala had given Sulaiman the wind that would carry his throne wherever he wanted. Sulaiman Airlines, it was a long time ago. Before these airlines, Sulaiman had his airlines. Right? He would travel in the air. Allah Ta'ala had blessed him by making the wind subservient to him, by making the dunya subservient to him. Allah Ta'ala had given him all of the blessings of dunya and akhirat. And all of the blessings, and Allah Ta'ala speaks about all of these things, and then what does he say at the end? After mentioning all of these blessings, what does Allah Ta'ala say? Oh family of Dawood, oh progeny of Dawood, we have blessed you so much. So what should you do? Out of gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, you should be busy in the gratefulness of Allah Ta'ala through doing righteous deeds. You should be busy in the gratitude of Allah Ta'ala by doing righteous deeds. So Allah Ta'ala has put us in various situations. If Allah Ta'ala has given us blessings, we should make shukr. In asabatu sarra'u shakara, fakana khayrallah. But however, if Allah Ta'ala puts us to hardship and difficulty, poverty, sickness, then that can also become a means of reaching Allah Ta'ala. That is our vehicle. That is not something that puts us back. That is not something that puts us behind. That is actually something that brings us forward. When we make sabr, and it is not something that we have a choice, brothers and sisters, just like performing salat is fard, fasting in the month of Ramadan is fard, giving zakat if you are capable is fard. Similarly, having sabr and having shukr is fard. It's not a choice. Just recently, why am I speaking about this issue? It's because, brothers and sisters, in this situation in America, we are drowned in Allah Ta'ala's blessings. I was speaking to a young man. He called me, Shaykh, I really need to speak to you. It's very serious. I said, I'm wondering what it is. He says, you know, I'm doubting my faith in Islam. So I made a time with him and I started speaking with him. So he's telling me, Shaykh, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. I said, what doesn't make sense to you? Islam is just not making sense to me. I said, okay, why? He said, well, you know, I was studying really hard for a test and, you know, I, I failed my test. And, you know, I really like this girl and, and, you know, she dumped me. And, you know, and I was driving the other day and then, you know, this cop gave me a ticket. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me, Sheikh. Nothing makes sense to me. Islam doesn't even make sense to me anymore. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wait up. <laughs> Hold on. You know, look at how he's jumping to the conclusion. I said, before I, I answer your question, I had received the email earlier that morning. I received the email earlier that morning from Islamic Relief Foundation. So I was looking through my phone, and I said, before I continue to you know, answer your question, I said, I said, look at this. So I showed him Islamic Relief was doing a clothes drive. They, were, they, wanted, they wanted to collect socks 
for children in Syria who didn't have socks for the winter. Think about this. I showed him that. I said, just look at this and then I'll talk to you about that later. I said, you think you got problems? You failed your test? Probably because you didn't study all night because you're thinking about that girl you're dating, right? And you got dumped, that's good you got dumped, you know? You can get on with your life and focus, right? And thirdly, you got a ticket probably because you're breaking the rules. Why are you blaming your problems on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And look at this, you want to know what problems is? First of all, we're drowned in Allah Ta'ala's blessings, brothers and sisters. We're drowned. People are complaining about Islamophobia. And the reality of the matter is this whole Islamophobia has turned out to be a benefit for the Muslims. A recognition for the Muslims. People standing up for the rights of Muslims. People standing up against those who are discriminating against Muslims. Throughout this whole time of discrimination and all this type of things that people are saying, I've traveled from one side of from California all the way to uh, New York and Chicago and Michigan and back. And I have not seen anything but respect from people. People are even trying to go out of their way to even respect you. A person the other day is asking me, Oh, Shaykh, you know, have you been a, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a, a victim of Islamophobia? I said, victim of Islamophobia? Alhamdulillah, I haven't been a victim of that. He said, but don't people look at you weird? I said, people look at me weird in Afghanistan. I went to visit my country, Afghanistan, after many years. People are looking at me weird, more than here. I was in Pakistan for four years. People would look at me weird every day. People looking at you weird? You don't even want people to look at you? Like we're brothers and sisters. I want to be very, very honest. I'm saying this very honestly. We are drowned in Allah Ta'ala's blessings. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَغَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ If you try to enumerate the blessings of Allah Ta'ala, you will not be able to do so. Indeed, Allah Ta'ala is forgiving and merciful of all of our ingratitude. How much Allah Ta'ala has blessed us. In this cold, imagine how cold it is today. It is cold like this in Syria right now. Children don't have socks. We enter the masjid, warm house, warm masjid. Somebody tell me, oh, you know, you're going to Chicago, watch out, it's really cold there. I said, what cold? We enter into the house, it's warm. I mean, we're not walking around outside, we're not homeless, we're not refugees. There are brothers and sisters, there are brothers and sisters in this world that are truly suffering, that are truly going through great difficulty. We are required, my respected brothers and sisters, to be grateful for our bounties. We are very ungrateful. We are drowned in Allah Ta'ala's blessings. And this is the thing that we need to remind ourselves. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentions, what are the blessings of Allah Ta'ala? The Prophet said, three things, if you have them, then it is as if you have gathered the entire wealth of the, of, of the entire world. It's like the wealth of the entire world is at your doorstep. The Prophet ﷺ mentions that Anyone who has these three things, anyone who has these three things, then it is as if Allah Ta'ala has gathered all of the blessings for him. Number one is, مَنْ أَصْبَحَ مِنْكُمْ مَنْ أَصْبَحَ مِنْكُمْ آمِنًا فِي سِرْبِهِ Number one. مُعَافًا فِي جَسَدِهِ Number two. 
لَهُ قُوتُ يَوْمِهِ Number three. فَكَأَنَّمَا حِيزَتْ لَهُ الدُّنْيَا بِحَذَافِيرِهَا The Prophet ﷺ mentions, the one who wakes up in the morning and he finds himself safe and sound in his surroundings. We were speaking to some family members in Afghanistan the other day and they were saying, I said, how is everything? He said, everything is good, but you know, we're just a little bit careful because when we leave the house, we don't know if we're going to come back home safely. When we leave the house, we don't know if we're going to reach home again. So we say goodbye to our family. When we go to work, we say goodbye to our family because we don't know if we're going to be coming back again. Think about this. How many of us, you know, some places that we are, you know, if I forget to lock my door, where I live, if I forget to lock my door, you know, I don't get so scared. I, I forgot to lock my door. I'll just go and lock it. I mean, it's not something that, oh my God, you know, I, I almost died. I didn't lock my door. But there are certain places, brothers and sisters, they don't have that. This is a great blessing of Allah Ta'ala that the Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ أَصْبَحَ مِنْكُمْ آمِنًا فِي سِرْبِهِ Any one of you who wakes up in the morning and you're safe in your surroundings, where you don't have fear that somebody's going to break my door down, kill me and my entire family. There are places in the world that Muslims are going through this. This is a great blessing. This is blessing number one. Number two, mu'afan fi jasadihi. That you wake up in the morning and you're safe and sound, and you have, you know, you have sound health. You don't have any limbs that have been blown off. You, haven't, you, you don't have any you know, uh, uh, problems in regards to your health. And that's a majority of the people. Illa mashaAllah, some people are in sickness and they are required to make sabr, which Allah Ta'ala will be rewarding them for that. But that's number two, to be safe and sound in your body that you can walk to Jummah Salat or you can come to a safe place to pray your Jummah Salat. Mu'afan fi jasadihi. And number three, lahu qutu yawmihi. He has his daily bread. He has his sustenance for that day. You're safe in your surroundings. You're sound in your health, and you have your daily bread. Then what? What did the Prophet Ali say? It is as if that the entire world, yani that as if the entire world has gathered at his doorstep. You have all the blessings of the world right there. How many of us are blessed with this, brothers and sisters? How many of us have this? Now what is, it, what, what is our problems? You know, some of our issues and some of our problems. You know, should we have chicken tikka masala for dinner or should we have biryani for dinner? I don't know which one. You know, this is a great dilemma I'm having. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. These blessings that Allah Ta'ala has given us, we are drowned. And I'm reminded of the ayat in Surah Saba. In Surah Saba, Allah Ta'ala mentions about this qawm. لَقَدْ كَانَ لِسَبَئٍ فِي مَسْكَنِهِمْ آيَةٍ That indeed, in Saba, Allah Ta'ala has given in their dwellings an example, a sign. جَنَّتَانِ عَنْ يَمِينِ وَشِمَالِ Allah Ta'ala had given the people of Saba gardens on their rights and gardens on their left. Some of the Mufassirin mentioned that when they would go to the garden with a basket on their head, they would come to the other side with a basket filled with fruits. If we don't have that, we have Lucky's and Safeway and we have all these other, you know, uh, 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 grocery stores that when we go out, you know, we come out of fruits from everywhere. Even it's winter here, we can get fruits, fruits out of season. 
جنتان عن يمين وشمال كلوا من رزق ربكم واشكروا له بلده طيبه ورب غفور الله تعالى says you know, the, through the prophets Allah Ta'ala told them that eat from the blessings of Allah Ta'ala and be grateful to him Allah Ta'ala has given you a blessed land Allah has given you a fertile land and he is always there forgiving and merciful for you فَأَعْرَضُوا What did they do? They turned away. They forgot to be grateful. They forgot to be grateful for Allah Ta'ala's blessings. فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ سَيْلَ الْعَرِمِ And we send upon them the flood of Arim. وَبَدَّلْنَاهُمْ بِجَنَّتَيْهِمْ جَنَّتَيْ ذَوَاتَيْ أُكُلٍ خَمْطٍ وَأَثْنٍ وَشَيْءٍ مِنْ سِدْنِ الْخَلِيلِ And in, in place, بَدَّلْنَا That is what Allah Ta'ala says. That when you're not grateful for the blessings, Allah Ta'ala baddalna. Allah says we will exchange. In place of that blessing, we will exchange something which is opposite of that. If it was afiyat, we will change it to musibat. If it was richness, Allah will change it to poverty. If it was good health, Allah will change it to sickness. Brothers and sisters, any bounty that we want to be increased in that, we should make shukr for it. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions the blessing of shukr. All of us in this country, in this time, in this situation, despite the craziness of the times, we are in general comfort and ease. We still have politicians supporting us. We have people that, you know, coming and visiting our masajid for solidarity. Can you imagine that? If this is not the blessing of Allah, I don't know what is. Despite the fact that we have so much Islamophobia, there are people from the top, from the government officials, they are ready to meet Muslims and Imams and come to Masajid to show their solidarity. And people are leaving their faith. People are leaving their Iman. What is there to leave? This is a blessing of Allah Ta'ala. And if we don't thank Him for these blessings, Allah will replace it with something which is worse. So we should remind ourselves, I'm reminding myself and everyone else, brothers and sisters, this shukr is something very powerful. We focus on the a'mal of the zahir, a'mal zahira, our external actions. But just like these external actions are fard upon us, fasting in the month of Ramadan is fard, praying five times a day is fard. Similarly, having shukr from the heart for Allah's blessings is fard. It is an obligation. If we don't have that, Allah will take away these blessings. Allah Ta'ala says, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you are grateful, for my bounties, I will most definitely increase you in them. Subhanallah. He has promised that if you're grateful, I will increase your bounties. in kafartum, inna And if you are ungrateful, then know that my punishment is very severe. He doesn't say that if you are grateful, I will increase you. And if you are ungrateful, I will decrease you. He didn't say, I will decrease you. He said, indeed, my punishment is severe. Meaning Allah Ta'ala will take that bounty away in such a ma manner that you will remember it. It will not just be Allah will decrease you in something. Allah will snatch it away in such a way you'll be like, oh my God, what happened? Ya Allah, what happened? So brothers and sisters, how can we be grateful? There's three levels of shukr. There's three levels of gratitude. Ashukru bil lisan. وَالشُّكْرُ بِالْجِنَانِ وَالشُّكْرُ بِالْأَرْكَانِ Number one is the shukr with the tongue, which is adna, the lowest. And then shukr with the heart, 
which is the second level. And then the shukr with the limbs. Shukr with the limbs, to be grateful with your, with your body. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in this ayat, I'malu ala Dawuda shukran. I'malu shukran. O people, O family of Dawood, be grateful through your actions. And these three levels is like the example of somebody giving you this. This somebody comes and gives me this. He says, Shaykh, you know, here, here's a gift. This is from Yemen. You know, I like to give you this as a as an Eid gift. So I take this and I say verbally, Ashukru bil lisan, thank you, gracias, shukriya in every language. Tashakur, you know, merci. I say it in every language. So he's very happy this guy gave me, but it's actually lip service. Now the person, obviously, what's the whole purpose of this gift? That a person should use it. So he said, okay, maybe he's going to wear it for Juma day. Juma comes, I'm not wearing it. Okay, maybe he's going to wear it for, you know, some other occasion. That occasion comes, I'm not wearing it. Person, brother comes to, to the house, you know, for Eid to visit me, and I'm wiping my windows with, with his shawl that he brought from Yemen. Windex in one hand and, you know, shawl in the other hand and I'm wiping the windows with it. <gasps> you know, the person will be pretty shocked. Like, I gave you this gift and you're using it to wipe the windows with it. I said, oh, but I said, Jazakallah. The misuse of that bounty, it negates all of the verbal, all of the lip service. It negates it. It makes it zero. So, brothers and sisters, we understand that the highest level of gratitude is what? That, that, that gift should be used for what it's meant for. That bounty that Allah, Allah Ta'ala has given us these eyes. Use these eyes for what Allah Ta'ala has given it for. Don't use these eyes to look at pornography. Don't use these eyes to look at someone else's wife. Allah has given you the tongue. What is the shukr of the tongue? To use the tongue for the remembrance of Allah. Not to use the tongue for the ghibat. Allah Ta'ala has given you your money. Use your money in the, in the worship of Allah, in the farman bardari of Allah, in the obedience of Allah. Don't use it in the disobedience of Allah. Allah has given you this body. Use that body for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And my Shaykh rahmatullah alayhi made an ajeeb istidlal from the ayat. لَقَدْ نَصَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِبَدْرٍ وَأَنْتُمْ أَذِلَّةِ Allah ta'ala reminds of his bounty in the battle of Badr. He says, O Sahaba, remember in the battle of Badr, when we, when we gave you victory. لَقَدْ نَصَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِبَدْرٍ وَأَنْتُمْ أَذِلَّةِ We gave you victory, O Sahaba, in the battle of Badr when you were completely incapable. You were ill-equipped. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ So, O oh, Sahaba, what should you do? What am I expecting of you? فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ So fear Allah if you truly want to be grateful. In other words, the highest level of gratitude is not just lip service. The highest level of gratitude is to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by your deeds. If Allah has given you wealth, use that wealth for the sake of Allah. If Allah has given you this body, use this body for the obedience of Allah, not for His disobedience. And be grateful from the heart. Don't be, compl don't be complained. And one way, the greatest way of being grateful is Sayyidina Rasulullah gave us this very beautiful advice. He said, look at those people that are below you in dunya, in worldly status. When you look at those people that are below you in worldly status, you will always be grateful for what Allah Ta'ala has given you in your worldly things. And look at people that are above you in the deen. So when you look at your worldly things, look at the people that are poorer than you. 
Look at the people that are more needy than you. Look at the people that are more destitute than you. Then you will look at your condition and you'll be truly grateful from the heart. Oh Allah Ta'ala, you've given me everything. And when you look at people in deen, look at people that are above you. Don't say, ha, brother, alhamdulillah, I pray five times a day. Don't tell me. You pray five times a day, but there's somebody who's praying tahajjud. You pray five times a day, but there's somebody who's praying ishraq, chashd, awabin. Look at the people that are above you in the deen, and it'll, it'll make you aspire for higher in levels of the deen. And look at people that are lower than you in the worldly status, in dunya. And it'll make you become grateful for what Allah has given you in the matters of dunya. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to understand what has been said. May Allah Ta'ala give us gratitude. May Allah Ta'ala give us the reality of shukr. Because brothers and sisters, the way that we can preserve ourselves in this country, in America, the Muslims in America, how they will preserve themselves is not through any other means. By being grateful, the true shukr. When we find the haqiqat shukr of all of these bounties that Allah has given us, this is the key to our preservation in this country. One of the keys. May Allah Ta'ala give us the understanding of that. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.